Hey guys, welcome back to the Landco podcast. Today we are back at it with another property review. This one on 320 acres in Fulton County. Welcome to the Landco podcast, an analytical behind the scenes look into land investing and land ownership, covering marketing conditions, current inventory, and updates on all relevant land ownership issues here in Illinois. Mixed in with some timely hunting and fishing reports. Welcome back, guys. First, as always, a thank you from our sponsor, AcreValue.com. If you haven't checked them out, go do it. Super valuable tool. You can find things like soil data. Um, you can find owner's information. You can find past sales. You can find similar, what other similar farms are selling for based on soil data. Anything that you'd find, like as long as the county has that data available online, it's all kind of packaged together nicely. We use it every day. So if you're into land investing and haven't been there to at least check it out, go do it. Uh, AcreValue.com. You'll be glad you did. We use it all the time. But hopping back into this property review, I always like to go over our format here. We look at two things. We look at the physical property, the goods, the bads, who, who it would suit well. Uh, and then we move on and look at it from a financial standpoint. Like what, how is it priced in relationship to what we perceive as market value based on, you know, how many timber acres are there, how many water acres, how many total acres, uh, that sort of deal. So we look at the property itself, then we look at the asking price in relationship to market value. So that's how these go. Let's hop right in on, um, on the physical property itself. So this one is, it's right on the Fulton Knox line. So it's just outside of Middle Grove on 116. Um, and I don't think this one's been fully surveyed. I have to check, but it's literally two sections right next to each other east-west. So it should be right around 320 acres. And the area in general, let me zoom out. I can't find my map here. Here it is. So again, it's just northwest of Middle Grove. Most of the stuff south and kind of southwest, <clears throat> you get into like that Fairview area with the strip mine stuff. North is a bunch of timber. Um, and if you get, if you go east too far, you get back into Farmington. But before Farmington is a, just a huge chunk of timber. I wish I have some property for sale on the north side of that timber chunk. But, you know, I'm talking a thousand acres over there that's timber. So the area in general, um, pretty cool. I, we like all of Fulton County. There's not a spot in Fulton County that you're going to find that we have much bad to say about. Knox County is about the same, but um, this one is right on the Knox-Fulton line, right outside Middle Grove on 116. If you're talking from Peoria, this isn't too bad a drive. I mean, it's not, you're only, let's see, two, three miles outside of Farmington or so, and Farmington is maybe a, I don't know, 35-minute drive. So this one's, you know, 40 minutes away, just kind of a ballpark. So that's the location on it. As far as the physical makeup of the property, so I know this one pretty well. It was bought by one of our investors man, probably a couple of years ago by now, and it was it was rough. Um, it took a little vision to get this one where it is today because it was as rough as any farm that I had seen in a while. In fact, it's been previously to that. I think I looked at back in the Timber Creek days when we were buying more stuff than you know we do now, um, at least personally, I looked at this and I thought it was had been kind of ignored uh, in rough shape then, and that was probably two thousand six or seven. So, you know, we were talking this place had 
I don't know this for a fact. I don't know the owner, but in my mind, this place had been ignored for, you know, you're going on 10 years there. So who knows before that, but, um, there's been dozers going on this place for the last 18 months or so. It's just kind of a guess, but man, it took some work to get this thing back into shape and, but it turned out, it turned out awesome. So it now has, I think it's 149 or 150 acres of tillable with maybe room for another eight or 10, but we're about maxed out on, on what can be farmed easy. Um, so we'll just call it 150 for the time being. So it is most of the tillable is kind of on the northeast portion, but it all kind of winds a little further west. So the south portion of this property, which kind of runs east to west along Route 116, is mostly timber with the big chunk of timber in the southeast. Uh, moving north, it's all, you know, reclaimed uh, strip mine stuff that's been converted back to tillable. And then the northeast uh, portion, which is maybe like, you know, 80 acres, give or take, uh, is one kind of big prairie grass hillside with some cedar trees dropping down into some bottom um, creek bottom stuff with a little bit more timber on the very far west side. So that hillside with the prairie grass, you could get in there and, and pluck those trees and farm some more, but like it's, it's super cool. Uh, so we stopped where we did just because aesthetically speaking, like it looks it's a beautiful farm. Um, so if you take a step back and look at neighbors, again, you're only say one, two, I don't know, three or four miles from Farmington, uh, west of Farmington. So you're talking maybe 40 minutes from Peoria, but as far as like the surrounding property type between this farm and Farmington, um, it's strip mine stuff as well, but it's mostly timber. Like I'd say, man, I bet that block of timber is a thousand acres or so, maybe even a bit more. It's huge. Um, south of this, you get into the strip mine stuff, like you're heading towards Fairview. Uh, west is mostly ag, mostly tillable, like heading towards Rapatee. And uh, north of it is just more timber, kind of creek bottom stuff. So cool setup for a deer hunter uh, who this would, this would maybe appeal to a few different types of buyers, but my guess is <clears throat> this would mostly suit somebody who's looking for a farm that would return well. Cause I mean, you're talking, if we have 150 acres on there, it's not quite half, but uh, close. You're talking 46.8% tillable. And, you know, I think, so I think this, these guys did a bunch of trading. So there's no physical agreement in place on a price per acre, but I've got a bunch of similar stuff and it goes between, you know, one, 65 i think i get on one of my farms that he does a bunch of extra work and up to 200 on farms that they farm and just kind of leave alone so you know if you plug in the 200 mark uh, what is that 30 grand yeah 30 grand you'd be getting uh, on this farm so the return is it's a well returning farm but it also provides some um some good like hunting opportunities like you could hold and harvest some really good deer so those have been increasingly hard to find farms that have, you know, somewhere close to that half tillable, but also provide some like great opportunities to, to shoot some good deer and Turkey. So you could, you know, if, if you're a diehard deer hunter and you only want to shoot a 200 inch deer, you could maybe go somewhere else and find 320 acres. That's all timber and, uh, you know, have a better chance at shooting one giant deer. But when you factor in the return that this thing has, um, 
it provides as good of hunting opportunity as I've seen for that kind of relationship. So it's a farm that I would, you know, I'm, I like deer hunting as much as the next guy. Um, actually maybe even a little less, uh, and I just don't have the time to do it like I used to, but I still trend toward farms that have some income on them. Um, and, and really the more, the merrier for me. So this is the type of farm that if I was looking to get into a deer farm, this is the type that I would be looking for. And which is the case for most of my clients. Um, it is becoming, I'm not saying they're not out there, but there are fewer and fewer clients looking for pure deer hunting. That's all they want. And they're not too concerned about income, not too concerned about that stuff. So, uh, the, the layout of this and the, the, the makeup of the tillable versus timber with some prairie grass, very cool. Uh, and again, it took, it took a while to get there to get it looking like this. Uh, there's no, well, there's one little wetland up on the, not a, it's a natural wetland up on the northwest corner. There's a couple spots for lakes. We didn't build them. It's just, it's a strip mine area and we need to get in there and start putting in some small dams to make sure it holds water. Because when you start talking strip mine lakes, it's very rare that those strip mine lakes have the proper ratio as far as runoff. You know, I think they want somewhere between seven and to one or 10 to one or greater to make sure um, of land running into that the area you want, where you want your lake to make sure that it stays full. And if you look at that ratio on any strip mine lake, most of them aren't going to have it, which makes us a little nervous to just plug in that, um, that investment. But what we do in those situations is we, we start putting up just small dams um, and see if they hold water. And, and once you see that they hold water, then most of these strip mine lakes fill up fine. So there is a couple of lake sites that I think have very good potential. I personally wouldn't buy it and drop in, you know, 80 grand just to put a dam in without doing a few test little dams to make sure they hold water. But the potential is there. Two spots, um, maybe a eight acre lake and a six acre lake. So there's potential for water there as well. Um, I think I'm covering all of it. Uh, access is good. It's got a ton of road frontage on 116. It's got some road frontage on... I don't even know what that road is called on the east side. I think it's just Middle Grove Road, North Middle Grove Road, something like that. So the access is good from both the south and the east. And the owner would consider dividing this. So if you're listening to this and think 320 is too big, you know, if you want an 80 or a 160 or whatever it is, um, we would entertain dividing it up as well. So I want to make sure I'm not missing anything. That is the physical property. Uh, in terms of value and uh, relationship to the asking price, again, these are usually very straightforward when we do um, the Landco listings because we've already had this talk with them. You know, we're not in the business of overpricing stuff, so most of these fall in line. Um, let me plug these in. I haven't even done this one yet, um, or at least I don't have it in front of me. 320 acres, called 150 uh, tillable, if we put six grand per acre on the strip mine tillable, which is what we've been getting fairly consistently for, well, I paid that for my farm and that was my, my family farm. I mean, um, I paid that, what was that four years ago? So it's been holding stable, uh, there, um, on the remainder acres. Uh, we have changed that from 3000 to 3,200. Uh, in the past three months or so, um, this one, since it is strip mine soil, um, so you're not getting those hardwood trees, 
some of it's prairie grass. I'm going to back that down to $3,000 just for the sake of this argument. And uh, so if I do that, um, let's see. So six grand for the 150 acres of tillable. Then we have 170 at three grand. That has a grand total of $1,410,000 or $4,406 per acre. And our asking price on this one is, what do we have this one at? $39.50 per acre. So this is priced roughly $500 below, um, below what market tells us it should be worth. But again, you get some of these investor properties and a lot of people are turned off by those because they think they're like overpaying for something because someone's trying to make money on it. And that is just, sometimes that is the case, but many times it's not. You can get deals because you know, these are short-term projects for them and they want to get out of them. They want to hold them. So a lot of times that price is aggressive. They got it for a good price to begin with and put in the work and you can get in there and get it for a price that uh, is pretty attractive. And that is certainly the case on this one. So asking $39.50 per acre on something that is nearly half tillable in uh, around that Fulton Knox line uh, seems very appealing to me. So I don't see this one lasting too long, especially because we're considering to divide that. So if you want you know, I don't think we divide it into 20 or 40 acre chunks, but if somebody wanted 80 or a 120, 160, uh, yeah, man, we could probably make that work. So if you're in the market for a good whitetail piece with a potential for some lakes, uh, but you do want some return either to, you know, help generate some income or to float some, uh, you know, some toys out there and food plots and you want to put up a building, that sort of thing. This is a perfect farm for that. So that will wrap it up for this one. Again, we do this to provide value for our clients um, based on kind of the information and insider information that we have uh, in relationship to the market that we see every day. So we'd love it. If you don't have a broker and you're looking for property, we'd love it for you to give us a buzz so we can represent you. If not, and you have somebody representing you, no big deal. We work with brokers all over the place. If you're interested in any of this stuff, have them give us a buzz and, and we'll do the best that we can to kind of get them all squared away. Uh, if you want to set up a tour for this one or anything else we have, just uh, get in touch. If not, uh, I think that wraps it up for the property review that I'm doing today. We may have a few more out shortly, um, but uh, just stay tuned and we will have some more coming at you um, hopefully within the next few days. And we, we thank you for listening.